All right, and here we go on another movie edition of Sunday Poor. My name is Anthony. I'm here with my cousin Ant. Uh, we have decided um, we're taking it easy. We, we had a little issue last week with uh, technical difficulties and such with, uh, the, with the show. Um, this week, heading into a holiday, there's a lot on everybody's mind, as we know, with uh, current events out there. So we, tried, we decided we're going to take it easy this week. We're going to just go with a, a classic popcorn blockbuster movie, take our mind off what's going on in, in, in the real world, a movie about a certain disaster, you know, unbelievable disaster, though, one you couldn't imagine, one you couldn't make up, um, one that, you know, you would never foresee. With, you know, uh, there's some issues in, in China getting destroyed, New York gets destroyed, nothing that would ever happen in real life. So, of course, we were talking about the 1998 summer popcorn hit Armageddon. And how are you? What are you drinking? Doing great on this holy Thursday. Just uh, settling into the panic room. And I am drinking a uh, premium small batch bourbon Kirkland oh. brand. Oh, baby. All right. There you go. Yeah, nice, nice little Kirkland. That's, that's one way to spend your holy Thursday for sure. I need all the help I can get, man. <laughs> when we uh, we were talking about what movie to do this week, we went with Armageddon to our times, to our current times. What do you mean by that? Well, obviously the COVID, <laughs> what's going on, obviously. Uh, I would also, I would say with this movie, there's a lot of holes, obviously. It's a blockbuster. There's okay. a lot of holes outside the hole that they dig in, yes. in the asteroid. There's not a drill big enough for the, no. the hole that the, is in this movie. The, the holes. This is not a movie that you... So, of course, we're going to spend an hour talking about it or so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so but, yeah. but uh, yeah, it is a disaster movie. It's a blockbuster movie. Action explosions and it's made by i mean people hate michael bay nowadays jj abrams was in on this and one way or the other he was a writer and uh i think half the i think half the actors in this movie hate michael bay is that right from, from what i was reading really? yeah. all right <laughs> um but my, i mean michael bay did like the rock he did a couple of the bad boys movie or both bad boys movies how if he did the new mm. one pearl harbor trans i don't of, think he did the new a one. bunch of transformers movies uh, but that's what he's known for, right? He's just kind of action, shoot him up, blow some shit up. A couple, sno- yeah. couple smart-ass remarks in there. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you have your, your large Coke and your large popcorn and your sugar daddies, whatever it is you're eating at the fucking... Milk duds. Some milk duds, some jujubes. And uh, that's, you know, it's a nice way to spend an afternoon in the air conditioning. Uh, two, if, if I told you we're going to spend two and a, we're going to spend time talking about a two and a half hour Ben Affleck movie, would you believe me? <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> and we won't be doing Pearl Harbor. No, there's no way. Now. I just, we, we probably will do the rock at some point, but that's the only other Michael Bay movie I could see us doing at all. Uh, Michael Bay peaked at the rock. I'm, For, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that. Yeah. Well, yeah, the bad boys movies or the, one of those was good. Yeah. Bad Boys 1 was good. Bad Boys 2 got... Bad Boys 2 was really good, too. But it just got a little... It was a little Fast and the Furious-y. Okay, all right. 
But that's his style. I mean, he goes over the top. Yeah, you know what you're getting. Which which makes me appreciate The Rock that much more. I mean, The Rock is over the top with all the shit that goes oh, on in yeah. The Rock, too. But The Rock is just head and shoulders. I mean, that, that's the gold medal of his movies, man. That's his... <laughs> when he's, uh, you know... When, when it's all said and done, I mean, The Rock should be number one on, the, on Michael Bay's pet on, uh, on the old bit? On his podium, whatever. Yeah, uh, <laughs> forgot what the fuck. I, I already got into this small batch <laughs> earlier. So. Man, if you're blanking on obituary, it's going to be a long, long show. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to say something nice before I crushed the guy. Yeah, but I, yeah, I don't, I'm not into like those Transformers movies and stuff. And yeah, if, if the, Armageddon, it was. It came out at the right time because since then these movies I would not be, if if this movie is made now with like a current like the current stars and it was this I think I would not want to see this movie at all. But when I came out I was sixteen I was fifteen years old. Those movies my parents took me to the theater, dropped me off, and it was yeah. it's I was all in two and a half hours. You saw it in theaters? Absolutely, yeah. I was all in. Yeah, man. so did all I. in. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, it's the nineties. This was. This was like the last wave of those type of movies in the nineties. Armageddon kind of put a cap on the decade. I feel like, which I was—I I didn't realize it, but it, I guess it makes sense. But this movie got dragged to the coals. Like everybody hated this movie when it came out. Apparently, well, we were just talking about Michael Bay. Michael Bay is on record as saying he hates it, <laughs> and not in every act. And every actor in the movie, I feel like, has said something negative. Affleck has come out. Bruce Willis came out and said he never wanted to work with Michael Bay again. <laughs> I mean, listen, it's, we're going to talk about it. It's not great. It's not a great movie, but for what it is at the time, it was, you know, you got to know what you're getting into I'm te- when you watch I'm, te- I'm telling you, I love this movie. Don't go into it thinking you're getting the Godfather. No, I'm telling you, though, I love this movie, but it's all nostalgia for me because it was, like I said, it was one, I saw it the right you, time in my life. You know what I mean? You had, yes, exactly. It's a nostalgia act, basically. It's, uh, one of those movies that you, you just remember. Uh, you hear the song, obviously. You hear you know, the Steven Tyler song. Steven, who's all Steven over Tyler song. Aerosmith? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, I, he's all over the soundtrack, <laughs> is my point. Sweet Emotion. Yeah, the guy's yeah. got like five songs on the soundtrack. But you know what I mean. The guy's all over the place. Um, it just brings you back to, uh, you know, over 20 years ago now. So How would you? I don't think I could tell somebody who's never seen this movie right now that they had to go watch this movie. But if no. you were to try and like quick give a synopsis to kind of sell it, how would you do it? Oh man, how would I sell this movie? Um, I would say if you just want to, you know, two and a half hours, just shut your brain off for a little bit. Yeah, not have to worry about you know hanging on every bit of dialogue, every scene and all that and just watch a bunch of shit blow up and guys try and save the world and it'd be like i I put it to you this way like with the people we hang out with if you want to see what like a group of degenerates like us what it would be like if they went to go save the world (laughs) it would be this movie that's fair that's fair only there's no way we would get the job done well that's the thing about this movie is there's a lot of there's a lot of actors in it that we've kind of i don't know grown up with we just we've we love them right i mean it's it's bruce willis billy bob thornton uh, Steve Buscemi, Owen Wilson, Michael Clark Duncan, mm-hmm. and then uh, the, the guy, the guy Lev Peter Stor- Stormare. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Peter Stormare, Keith David, who's a face that we've seen in a million of places. Uh, mm-hmm. William Fitchter. I mean, it's just it's people that we have seen in a million movies growing up. So we have 
you know, we hold oh, and and if I just I would feel bad for the hanging with Mr. Cooper fan who sees Mark Curry in the first or second scene of the movie and is like, wait a second, this Mark, Mark Curry's in this movie, it's great, and then you don't see him ever again. Yeah, he doesn't make it. I don't think he's the uh, the last time you see Mark Curry, he's a cab driver, and I think the last time you see him, he's running, but he's probably didn't make it. That first, yeah, Eddie Eddie Griffin also. Eddie, yeah, so, first, so uh, wild first scene that these two. I mean, not that they're huge names. But Eddie Griffin was a pretty big comic at the time, and Mark Curry is a fan favorite. Uh, they just disappear for the rest of the movie. I had to look up his real name. I because I, I knew I, I was looking at him and say Mark Cooper. Oh, because hanging with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was that, like, I know that's not his last. I name, gotta say, I had to look it up. That that first scene that is a little different now than it was in 1998 because it's it's in New York. Empire State Building is falling down. There's a, they show the tw- the towers are beaten up by meteor, by a yeah. meteor shower. And weird thing is, there's this meteor shower hits New York, and then everybody kind of forgets about it until later on in the movie when a meteor shower hits Shanghai, and like, oh wait yeah. a second, now we gotta let the world know what we're doing. Because um, I think when it hit New York, there was like 18 days. There's a lot of problems with this movie, but. Let's not let's not focus on problems just yet. Let me ask you this. Okay. Who do you think, uh, character-wise, who's the okay. who's the uh, outside of Bruce Willis? Because Bruce Willis saves the day. It's a Bruce yeah, Willis hero shot. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> As a, I'm just going to assume people have seen the movie, and I don't give a shit if you spoil if you spoil Armageddon for somebody, then you deserve the, you deserve to feel bad about it because <laughs> just go on with your life, man. Um, it's a Bruce Willis hero movies, but outside of him, who is who's the MVP character wise? And then we'll get. I then want to get into who like who who else like who the role players were, who the important role players were in saving the world. But character wise, who's the MVP for you? Oh, character wise, in terms of getting the job done, you're saying? No, no. That's we'll do that next. This, oh, okay. Yeah. Who's like who's the best character in this movie? Is it? Oh, I mean, I know he's comic relief, but I would have to go with Buscemi. I think they're all comic relief, though. All those guys are. It's, it's, it's yeah. Well, that was like the problem, like watching these movies. And I know you know we're gonna be we're going back over twenty years ago now, and it's just a little bit. It's a little bit different now. Uh, but like every every scene, I feel like is either like the most dramatic line or the, or a comedic line and the comedic line cuts to a, you know, five minute uh, explosion scene where everything's fucking, first of all, fire in space. That's so ridiculous, but I can, I can get past, I can get past that. I really can't get past that. I swear. Uh, oh, you have but that's to, like the whole yeah, movie. Is that. The whole movie is that is like the over the top dramatic line. Like the, the crin- the line I cringed at the most, was uh, what's his face? Affleck, uh, Will, Colonel Willie Sharp. Well, yeah, a few of his things I like, cringe at. We'll get to him. Oh wait, 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 uh, wait, wait, but w- wait William... Willie Sharp. Wait a second. Yeah, is 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 it when they're in space? Yeah. Is it is it the line? He's got space dementia. No, that's <laughs> that's funny. Actually, I, I laughed at that. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't like how they did. That. I was like. I was like Rock, he, Rock Hound's been the same guy. By the way, all-time nickname Rock. Hound. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's an awesome nickname. They call him Rock. Yeah, he, he was he was basically because true he's... to himself the whole movie. Yeah, but no, the line that made me cringe. He's like, "You and your men are the biggest disgrace in the history of NASA." Oh yeah, right when the, like that's right, so over the top. Right when it, and right when it cuts out. 
<laughs> it's, it's, it's like they're not fucking astronauts, man. It's, Fuck you. It's like 10 years after the Challenger exploded, man. You can't have that line in a movie. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was just a little much. I mean, there's just there's so many of those examples. <laughs> uh, so, okay, MVP. Yeah, I, I would have to go. I mean, I'm a Buscemi fan, so I'm biased, I guess. Uh, but I thought he uh, he crushed it. Did you know that he took this role? They they uh, pitched it to him as he was going to be like this smart geologist guy. And he is a genius, though, in the movie. He is yeah. a genius. He's in it for the. He said he's in it for the money, right? Yeah. He's just uh, that's why he dig yeah. the lifestyle, basically. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and uh, so they pitched it to him that he's a you know this genius geologist or whatever. And then once he his name was attached to the role and he accepted it. They made him into like a slimy scumbag because he was trying to get away from roles like that. <laughs> I mean, the yeah. numerous references to sleeping with underage girls. Yeah, um, he's got. Apparently, sp- those were wrote into, written into the script after he accepted. He's wearing a legalized shirt in the beginning, which is not a scummy thing. He taught yeah. he taught um, Grace Stamper how to use a tampon. It's questionable. Well, if he, you know, it's a tough spot. You know, he's in a tough spot. It's questionable if he showed her or or just told her. <laughs> he's when when the FBI comes to get him, he's uh, he's hitting on a, a woman who's who's been married for two weeks. Who's of age though, right? Yeah. Well, he the last thing he says is, "How old are you?" To her. <laughs> like, yeah. Who, who just happened? I mean, look, it's on her. She's hanging out at a bar in New Orleans in the middle of the day by herself. I mean. You know, he didn't get, he didn't get hit on. Just come on. Um, he uh, and then he loses it in space <laughs> at some point. No, yeah, and, then, yeah. and then, he's, he's the most relatable character. Yeah, he, he 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 borrows a hundred large from a loan shark when they when he you know before going to, on his last night on Earth, basically. basically. <laughs> Brilliant move, and then spends it all. Oh yeah, I love that move. And then spends it all on a on a dancer named uh, um, Bunny. No, it's Mini mounds, or something like that, or oh, I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't sound right, though. It's something mounds. Bunny, is it? Is that what did I say? Bunny. It's something mounds. I know that. Oh, all right. Regard, <laughs> regardless, she was nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, I mean, he, you, you could probably make cases for a few other. Like Owen Wilson has a good run in it. Not the mm-hmm. best. Michael Clark Duncan has a good run in it. Um, yeah, a few, a few of these guys. It was there. The whole the whole crew, the whole crew does. Um, who's this guy? Who's like his right hand man? Why didn't I write his fucking name down? Will Patton, Chick. Yeah, Chick. Thank you. Yeah, he's uh, he's yeah. Chick's important. That's his number two. She's consigliere. Chick's Chick's kind of the heart of the movie. All right. I mean, we got we got to talk a little bit about his relationship with his with his ex wife because she isn't mm-hmm. she's clueless, man. I, she like make up your mind, right? Like all of a sudden, like so, so chick chick goes like before his last night on earth. He goes to visit him, like his son and his ex wife, and she's like, she's like, you can't go around here anymore. And the son's like, who is that? He's like, oh, that's just a salesman. Go back inside. She's like, you can't, you can't come around here. You confuse him. Twenty four hours later, chick's on TV going into the into the space shuttle, and she's like, that's not a salesman. That's your daddy. Why don't you just let it sit for a little while? All right, you don't know what's going on just yet. Just figure. Yeah, I know. You know, introduce the guy, the kid to his father. He's about to get blown up in space. <laughs> yeah, Christ. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's not traumatic at all. Yeah, get it together. <laughs> Who, by the way, that's April O'Neil from the Ninja Turtles movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, but Chick is the heart of the movie, man. I think. Because uh... when that kid comes around at the end, when he comes at, when, even with all the you know questionable decisions of parenting, when, mm. when they get off the space show at the end and that kid comes running around the corner, it's kind of awesome. Like, all right, good. Our guy Chick is all right. Good. Because you were. Oh, yeah. Hard not to be a Chick guy. Yeah. I'm, he's the, he's probably the guy I'd want to it want be my my right hand guy in space for sure. Oh yeah, man, he's a good uh, he's a good Tom Hagen. Yeah, you know, uh, absolutely, Silvio. And you know he's loyal to uh, he's loyal to Harry. We'll get to it at the end though. But how disappointed do you think Chick was when uh, AJ came back up in the pod, and not Harry? <laughs> they he knew like right away. Chick, he was he was like you that crazy son of a bitch. Oh, yeah, he wasn't surprised, but still disappointed. <laughs> we'll just talk about it now because I want to ask him. I don't want to forget about uh, it, but let me just ask you. Would you have believed AJ when he was like, oh, he pushed me back in? But a, he, not Bruce Willis aside, Harry Stamper aside, if it was just if AJ, would, is AJ a mm-hmm. believable guy in that spot? Or could you see AJ doing something stupid and like maybe breaking down and crying like, I can't do this, I can't do this? And Harry's being like, I get the fuck out of here. I'll do it. You big bitch. Uh, I would like, I would love to say that I wouldn't believe him, but I think I couldn't see. Nah, I couldn't see him doing that just because of his relationship with his daughter. Like, is he really going to push his, you know, his, uh, yeah, it's true. His future wife, you know, his future wife's father out to go. That's know. true. Cause as much as they butted heads, he, he loved to show him up and show him that he could like pull this kind of shit off. So you're right. That's a good, yeah. that's a good call. <laughs> yep. Uh, who, okay. So MVP is MVP character is Rockhound. Yeah, I got to give it to him. There's a few guys who step up along the way before Bruce Willis. I mean, nobody – obviously, Bruce Willis makes the ultimate sacrifice, goes down to the nuclear warhead, which can only be detonated by a button that's attached to it, apparently. Yeah, which, something happened. Something happened along the way where they weren't going to be able to detonate why it. Is it uh, a, why is it a feature of a nuclear warhead to be able to plug it in and press a button and it explodes immediately? Why is that on why does it even exist? <laughs> it's a great fucking question. <laughs> Thank God, though, we're here still. <laughs> yeah, let's not let's not question <laughs> let's not question uh, the the people from of the Manhattan Project, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a really odd loophole in that whole you know detonating a nuclear warhead. On this, it's probably on this not even in the top ten of actual loopholes. That's true. Yeah. Did I, you did you know that Na- uh, NASA shows? I don't know if they still do. They show this video to trainees, and they have them like pick out everything that's wrong with it. No, that's awesome. They, yeah, that's phenomenal. And apparently, like the record was 168 things. <laughs> that's you have you have a little bit of a list there. I'm, I'm sure I could probably. No, right. I well, more... I remember off the top of my head, fire and space was one of them. Yeah, yeah, that was the big one. Uh, I forget what else though. Uh, there was too many. I think there was too many to list on the IMDb trivia page. They just said well, 168 is the record for. Speaking of which, <laughs> speaking of which, when when Affleck's ship goes down in, on the rock, yeah, he they, they're like stuck, and he and they have a machine gun on this thing that's built just to 
dig holes. <laughs> For some reason, there's a machine gun that they use to get out of the ship. Like, they're stuck. There's all kinds of guns in space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, you, and, and Chick, even, even as William Fincher, he's, he, he has a gun on Harry. He's like, why do you have a gun in space? <laughs> yeah. It's great. And my exact question. It's a great question. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a ludicrous movie, but... Uh, <laughs> um. So I would I would actually have Fincher's character as like a like a least viable player because that guy is working against the grain there. He's got to be talked oh, into. Oh yeah, I hated him. Hated him. He's got to still hate him. He's got to be talked into a, like a lot of common sense things. Like it's pretty obvious if you like, the whole mission was to get it the nuclear the nuclear bomb into a hole, and they're like, oh no, we got to just explode it. We don't have enough time. Oh gotta... yeah, man. He, no, and it, does it bother you at the end when he goes and shakes? Uh... Grace's hand. Yeah, it seems such a two face, man. Yeah, I'm, shit. He pulled. He uh, he pulled a gun on him. Yeah, well, that's why. And he, he was ready to abort the mission before it even started. Yeah, it's like fuck you, man. Yeah, yeah. But again, just uh, Fincher thought who he was. Look, man, stay in your lane. There's a reason. If if they brought in a bunch of just knuckleheads, then you are you should you're shit at your job, William Fincher. You couldn't figure this on your own. They had to bring in all these oil rig guys. Because you could, they didn't trust you. Yeah, apparently. I, do they explain in the movie why they trained? Uh, why they couldn't just train astronauts they, to do it? They just wanted the best in the world to go up there, man. And Harry Stanford is the best in the world to dig in a hole. He is, yeah. There's no, <laughs> that's, no, I mean, hey. That's it, man. <laughs> proved his work. That's it. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's really a questionable decision. If you were gonna, if you were gonna, uh, I mean, neither what we do for a living, I don't think anyone's gonna ask us to save the save the world. Yeah. What we do, yep. But let's say there was something involved with your job, and for some reason you had to really like go out there and risk your life some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would you? How they, all these guys had their list of demands. Oh yeah. Phenomenal. The best answer they gave was never paying taxes. Like that, I can't come up with a better answer yeah, than that. Yeah, they had some good ones. Yeah, but the only the only thing I could think of, I'd want my mortgage paid off on top of what I was making to save the world. Yeah, I'd want a new house though. Yeah, it's with the, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and uh, the other one I came up with was I'm just flying private the rest of my life, never have to go to like, oh. through airport security again. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah, not, yeah. It's not too. Uh, I'm not asking for that much, man. It's never have to deal with uh, TSA again. Yeah, I just I'd want a cushion. It would make me want to go places. I'd want, I hate, I mean, yeah, I want. I'd want like just cush, like not cushy. I want no show jobs, basically, the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're sending me up to space to die. I, if I make it back, you're ta- you're taking care of me for the rest of my life. That's yeah, it. I never have to. I never really have to work. Yeah, again I don't. I don't want to work. I don't want to pay taxes. You know. You just take, Basically, just take, if I come back alive, I hit Powerball. I'm done. Yeah, and you take <laughs> yeah. you take care of me. I'm not. I'm, if look, I'll tell you. If I get in trouble, whatever, that's fine. I'm not gonna get in trouble. I let you know exactly. You know, everything's paid off. Just take care of me, man. You can do it. Just sign. Just sign it. Whatever you got to sign, sign it. Yeah. Chick, just, pay off the pay off the loan shark. Ni- that you borrowed a hundred k from ni- before you left. Nice vacation. Yeah, nice vacation. You know, I mean, there's not there's n- nothing outside of just. Comfort that I would want for the rest of my life. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you shouldn't have to work again in a day in your life if you uh, save the save the planet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So I think 
what I say? The uh, the underrated heroes of the movie. All right, we haven't even talked about Billy Bob Thornton yet. Billy Bob Thornton is the only guy in the ground that you can trust in a tough spot. Even the president, who, by the way, is one of the worst movie presidents of all time. Why is this guy not at NASA? Why is this guy on the phone? He's probably in some fucking bunker, man. Uh, if in case the, you know what I mean. In case the uh, fucking asteroid hits me, he's trying to survive with all the cockroaches. Come on, man! No, get me, get get in the front lines. This guy. He was sucks. also the he, he was also the president in The Rock. <laughs> Just a no show president, man. What did you think of his of his speech? I, it's hollow. It's hollow. It means nothing coming from that. When guy. he says, "I'm coming to you as a civilian today." Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't great. Why are you on the phone, man? Show your face. I don't like this president. I, I mean, like the all-time, you know what the all-time fake presidential speech is? Yeah, it's Bill Pullman in, yeah. in, in Ben's Day, yeah. All right, that's the only right answer. Yeah. Glad you said that. Who else we would have been able to go on? <laughs> <laughs> no, Pullman's, Pullman's the president that you want in a disaster. If Bill Pullman's the president in this movie, he's probably on the asteroid. Yeah, you're saving ab- the fucking ab- planet. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. He's up there drilling. Yeah, per- Absolutely. No doubt about it. There's, it's, it's really the only other guy in the conversation, movie president-wise, is Harrison Ford in Air Force One. <laughs> yeah, Harrison Ford is pretty badass. Yeah. Only, I mean, it's still Bill Pullman, but yeah, Harrison Ford's pretty good. Yeah, it's there's, it's no contest. <laughs> um, Morgan Freeman was pretty good in Deep Impact, although, uh, I mean, they botched it a lot. He wasn't that. He, it was kind of funny. I watched Deep Impact as research for Armageddon because I'd never seen Deep Impact. Well, they came out like back-to-back, didn't they? Yeah, I think it was like the same. And I think, I feel like Deep Impact got better reviews, right? Yeah, I don't know if it was, it was a little more of a a thinker, I guess. I don't know. It was weird. how I don't want to get into it too too deeply because I don't get off track here. Is that that the one with like a tidal wave or something? Yeah, part of it hits, they, they go up into space, they blow up, they blow off a chunk of the asteroid they get to a little earlier. They blow up a chunk of the asteroid, um, and that hits again. Everything hits New York. It's <laughs> like why? Like why isn't? It hey, just- man! I mean, you look at you look at nowadays, twenty twenty. It's kind of similar, even though this is obviously different. Yeah, it's New I, York, man. The epicenter. It's a fucking magnet for this bullshit. <laughs> but like, nothing ever just hits in the middle of the ocean, whatever. And then, and then they're able. And then, uh, suicide mission by that group. They. They fly the. It's um who who's on it? Uh, what's his name? Tom Hagen is on it. Uh, yeah, Robert I haven't Duvall. seen the movie in, uh, since it came out. I probably saw it same time I saw Armageddon and probably never went back to it. Are the reason? The, why do you think Armageddon has stuck with us? In like a movie like Deep Impact hasn't. I have a theory, but it's just a pop culture thing, man. It's weird. I, I think there's like it's a good set, like not a. It's a good soundtrack. It's catchy. Yeah, that's my number one. I think it's the song. And it's Bruce. And it's and that shot at the very end, when it's it's Bruce Willis about to hit the button, and the and the rock is like turning, and there's the Earth right there, and the music like crescendos, and the, and he hits the button, and it just snaps <laughs> like to his life flashing before his eyes. You can't beat that. That Deep Impact doesn't have it. it does not have it. No. It's like it's like Elijah Wood. With uh, I forget Lee, Lee, Elijah Wood. Lee, Lee, it's yeah, he's a kid and uh, Sobieski. I forget. I, I don't pronounce the first name. Lila Sobieski, 
Okay. Lee, Lee oh, I know who you're talking about. And it, and it's her baby brother or sister that they took from his. And it's like it doesn't have the same kind of impact because they didn't have enough. Because, tes- they didn't have enough testosterone on the and, astronauts. And deep impact. Well, they did because they had the astronauts were pretty cool because Favreau's an astronaut. We go, we, we lose him pretty early in the movie. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, and I forget, I forget everybody else's name. I couldn't tell you one thing about this movie. And, uh, yeah, it's just not the same, man. It's not the same. Morgan Freeman is good, but I wouldn't, I don't want him the way he handled that situation. The good thing is he did put a a price freeze on everything, but the day they announced that the asteroid was coming, he's like, we're going to beat it. And I'm, there will be no, there will be no hoarding. (laughs) It's one of the first things he says, there will be no hoarding. It's like, he means like food. Yeah, no hoarding, no price gouging. They're planning. Yeah, okay. They're planning on on beating the thing, but they were they were putting under Arizona. There was a place for a million citizens to go just in case things went haywire, and they could. They're like, they're, it was like Noah's Ark down there. A million citizens, animals, like seeds and shit to replant stuff after <laughs> after the nuclear winter. I guess I don't know. This nuclear winter lasts a couple decades at least. I have no idea. This didn't seem like the well most well thought out plan. It just seems like you're going to send a million people down there with two years worth of supplies that would just <laughs> eat each other in two years, basically. I don't think they're getting out of there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I think it tried to be. A little, it's definitely more cerebral than or tries to be more cerebral than Armageddon. That's probably why Armageddon sticks around, at least to, yeah. at least to us. I, mean, I still say it's the song. <laughs> it's definitely. That's, I mean, you hear the song in the radio. I, I think I just think, oh, the Armageddon song. Before it takes me a second to think what the name of the actual song is. And that song was on the radio all summer. That year. Oh, it's still on. Yeah. I mean, it's still you still hear it on the yeah. radio. If you, yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, ninety eight. It's uh, ninety eight. Ninety eight was the year Titanic came out, and was that and the Celine Dion song were on all the time. Right, and actually, uh, getting back to Truman, who's uh, played by Billy Bob Thornton. Yes, he was actually supposed to have a bigger uh, backstory in this movie. Really? Well, I mean, it's, I don't know how you could fit any more story into this movie. <laughs> it's so I, yeah, shit. right. Well, it was replaced. What happened was, it was supposed to be a bigger backstory of why he was on the ground, and he he was a kind of not a failed astronaut, but he had like an injury of some kind. Right, that's all from that. Kept- which is that's all from Apollo thirteen, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Ken, yeah. Uh, so what? But what happened was uh, they, Michael Bay or whoever was making the decision, Bruckheimer, the producer, whatever, saw how well Titanic did with the love angle. Uh, so instead of doing more Truman, they gave they wrote in the whole uh, love angle between AJ and Grace, gotcha. Affleck and Liv Tyler. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, it's easy to like look back and be like, ah, oh, man, we could have used more. You know, uh, backstory on Billy Bob Thornton. You know, it would have been interesting. Maybe it's a different movie. Mm-hmm. But then again, you don't the soundtrack. How do you fit the song in without the yeah. story? Yeah, you need. You you're need. sacrificing. You're sacrificing the song. It probably doesn't. Maybe it's a better movie at the time, but does it have the lasting power without Aerosmith? Yeah, it all comes back to the song, man. <laughs> it does. It's yeah, crazy no, to right. say, but it really does. You're right, man. That's what makes that's what makes pop culture pop culture. When it hits on all these different kind of. Uh, Triggers for for fans, you know. Yeah, uh, and she and we'll get to Liv Tyler, but I, she kind of uh, bothered me in this movie. Yeah, she's not great, man. I mean, she's Liv Tyler. That's all. It's, it, she's she just was Liv Tyler. For I looked up what else she's been in. 
since this movie because the only other movie I've seen with her in it that I remember was uh, That Thing You Do. You've seen that, right? Yeah, wasn't she in um, that other music one? Uh, oh, Empire Records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I saw that a long time ago, but not enough to even remember anything about okay. it. All right. Uh, but I remember that thing you do, of course, yeah. Yeah, that could be a podcast in the future. Make a note of that because I love that movie. The guy who wrote that song just died. Oh, did yeah. he? I forget his name off the top of my head, but he just died like this week. Maybe maybe song. from Corona. It might have been. I don't want to fucking mislead anybody. Oh, really? oh, not the guy Brian, is it? The guy who wrote it. No, no, no. The guy who wrote it in real life, not the guy who wrote it in the movie. No, I know, but I'm saying that I saw a musician named, uh, what was his last name? Brian died? Uh, maybe. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, if I, if I, I, should, I mean, anything about to look it up. For, for, yeah, no, for, I have no, for I have no idea. I, yeah, I have no idea. Uh, but yeah, she, she just, yeah. Bob admit she was like hanging out in the control room. I mean, literally everybody she knew in her entire life was up in that space shuttle. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> she even said it to Truman. It's like my family's up there. It's like, yeah. Yeah, well, I didn't like you're putting her fans on Truman. He's like, oh, we're gonna try. He's like, I don't want to hear. We'll try. I was like, what the fuck do you want from this guy? This guy. I know. I think he. Yeah. I think he knows a little bit more what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. I don't do. want this guy. This guy, this guy literally just stopped the president from over. I mean, he didn't stop the president from overreacting, but he just he put the kill switch on the president's kill switch order basically mm-hmm. and that guy's got enough pressure on him i don't he doesn't need you you know putting your hands around his throat and like shaking him and shit <laughs> i think uh, truman's definitely the mvp on the ground i gotta give i gotta give well, some, yeah i gotta give some props to the the wild card russian in space they don't get they don't get off they don't get off he's nuts he's a lunatic uh, he's Russian, yep. But he doesn't get off. They don't get off uh, the, the asteroid without him. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, you have to give AJ credit too. Yeah, AJ came through getting the uh, getting the second. It really was armad- team getting effort, the second uh, armadillo through. Yep. Yeah, the thing with the Russian was is just seeing that guy in the other movies he was in, and the only movies I could think of were the the Coen Brothers movies. Yeah, yeah, he's in Far- and Far- he was also lunatic in, in Fargo. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, I mean, he's a nihilist in uh, Big Lebowski, <laughs> yeah. and he's a Russian gangster in uh, Bad Boys too. Yeah, he's it's, he's great. He's great at what he does. Right. So basically, the whole movie, I'm expecting this guy to like turn heel and start fucking people up, just because that's what he does. No, American. Like why? Like why is this guy? <laughs> Plus, he's Russian. I mean, why? Like, why is this guy? Eventually, he's going to turn on them, right? He's got to be on the asteroid side. <laughs> American components, <laughs> Russian components. All made in Taiwan. <laughs> and he, doesn't he also? Doesn't he also get uh, get the uh, vehicle to get going at the end? The uh, little ship to get off. He just starts hitting it. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm it. saying. That's that's what he says. Oh, and yeah, then he yeah, starts okay. hitting it, and that's what gets that's what jump starts the the spaceship. <laughs> See, that's why you got. I guess yeah, a lot of MVP candidates. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. What do we got at? Well, All right. How about this? How about this one? Yeah. This is a heavy question. This we spent a whole time on. Oh boy. Let's say this ridiculous storyline, obviously, but let's say this is happening in 2020. Yes. Okay. What is the media like right now? Oh my god. 
Yeah. Are they digging? Are they digging up like who Harry Stamper voted for in 2016 oh, to smear it against th- them? Thousand percent old tweets and shit. <laughs> Absolutely. It's I, I don't look, man. If we if we've learned anything from this coronavirus time, we are not. We are just about as we're almost as prepared as the dinosaurs were for a, a meteor hitting us right now. Okay. It, we yeah. we would turn to each other so fast if a meteor was heading. I mean, yeah, the media would, it, it, everybody would be complaining about the media and, you know, the leaders, foreign leaders, and who's right. We would not, we would die arguing with the media and everybody else yes. as that thing crashed into the earth. And there'd be like, there'd be 10 different reports telling you 10 different things at one time uh, up on the yeah. asteroid digging. Yeah, we're not. Pre- I mean, one story would come out saying they're doing great. The other story would come out saying that uh, the mission failed. You just you wouldn't know what the hell to believe. Oh, hit pieces on NASA. Hit pieces on you know leadership. Just everything <laughs> you could think of. And, the, and yeah, and pe- people. Yeah, toilet paper would be gone in forty two hours. Like it's all. It's. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, I don't, man. I, the, we would. The American, the people, citizens at large were way too calm for that asteroid thing for me because everybody's huddled around, like in cafes, huddled around a radio, listening to this kind of shit. Like, no, that's not how it works at all. Yeah, maybe like in 1940, that's what it would have been like when we were a little more civilized. Oh, uh, no. In 19- this, t- yeah, this time, <laughs> I mean, this is the 90s, man. We're, we're, we're uh, far enough along where uh, that's definitely not what will be going on. No, no, no. Car- way. It'd be carnage. Absolutely, yeah. People would be they'd be looting. People would be breaking other people's houses. It would be the purge, basically. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, and it'd be arguments about how to handle it, and you know, especially with Trump, like the Trump would be saying one thing, and all the experts would be saying that that's not going to work. Like we're going to do it this way, and <laughs> then like you know, we would start doing it. Like oh, I've been saying all along we should be doing it that that way. Like no, oh, no, there's literally a trail of everything you said leading up to you not saying that <laughs> it yeah. would be, I mean, it's no, I, Jesus Christ. If this actually were to happen in 2020, <laughs> it would, it would be, it'd be a Trump move to like get a bunch of oil guys though, to go to get up there. <laughs> it would be his oil company for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's the one thing that Armageddon doesn't hit on is why Harry Stampers. What, what are Harry Stampers ties? Like who, you know who's his benefactor? You know what I mean? Like, okay, what are his what are his credentials to what makes him the best? I, I don't know, man. And here's another thing: in the beginning of the movie, he, first of all, he's chasing around his own oil rig. He's chasing AJ with a shotgun, just taking, just firing at him, just letting it rip. Right? Yeah, nothing wrong with that. And Does, he had it coming. And then they they take him they take him to um, DC or wherever. They sit him down. Or they take him to Florida, or wherever they take him, and sit him down. Yeah, I think it's Florida, yeah. JF, you know, Kennedy, yeah, whatever it is. And uh, Cape Canaveral or something like that. Space Center. Thank, yeah, whatever it is. And uh, that takes like a day. He says, like, oh, you, we've, you've been apologized for 18 hours. Just tell me what's going on. So they're not even a, not even a day when they go. And then he has to recruit everybody. And they go get Bear, they go get Buscemi, they go get everybody else. He goes to get AJ by himself, who AJ all of a sudden has his own company, AJ Frost Drillers or whatever. How <laughs> yeah. did he get that up and running in 18 hours? I don't get it. <laughs> like in two days, all of a sudden, 
I don't. That doesn't make any sense, man. Maybe he had it in the works, but leading up, I guess I don't know. You know, he's like, it's only a matter of time before this guy finds out I'm banging his daughter. Better have a backup. Oh, maybe plan. it was their backup plan because she quit immediately after uh, she tried to. He tried to send her off. She quit, so maybe she knew she had a backup job. Mm, could be. Yeah. No, I mean ha- Harry Stamper would be looked at up, down, left, right. You name it, you would hear about it. I mean, who knows? The ex-wife would come out of the woodwork. You know that for a fact. You know, you know oh, she's yeah, getting, she's getting point, a, she's yeah. getting a primetime interview. Uh, I, you know, th- there's no mention of any love interests in Harry's life, but I'm sure you'd hear about all these. I'm sure there'd be somebody who come out of the woodwork that you know. I, I, there, as far as I know, there are no other women were employed by Harry Stamper's company. Maybe at some point there was one, though. You'd hear about some sort of issue there where he pinched her ass or hit on her, looked at her sideways or worse. Yeah. Or worse you know what I mean? Who knows? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, and all this, all this while he's trying to say it would be, it's, that's what kills me, man. It would all be political, which makes no sense when you're, well, you, you want just a person who's going up there to do the best job you can. <laughs> yeah. But yet, yeah, it's a, absolutely. it does seem easier to train a bunch of astronauts to be drillers than it is to drill to train drillers to be astronauts. But then that, yeah, I think Affleck actually asked Michael Bay that question <laughs> as they were filming. Affleck's another guy who was hates this movie. <laughs> I mean, they made a ton. Of, There's so many people. They made a ton of money, man, and it's just it's, yeah. But these guys are in a position where what they've you know accomplished to this point. Whereas, like, they could just look back and be like, "Yeah, I regret uh, doing that movie." It's not. It's not like Armageddon. Uh, but everybody is their only. You know, is their only paycheck. But all. Uh, but yeah. all movie stars do movies like this in their life. And Paul Newman did movies like this. You know what I mean? There's no. Sh- yeah. There's no shame in it. I mean, no. It's just what it is. You know. Nah, shit. I would have done it, but you know, these guys. Uh, who knows? Maybe there's some tension on the set. I don't know. Yeah. Well, Michael Bay always gets like a kind of a. I don't want to say bad rap. It sounds like of his own making, where he's kind of a hard ass. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't watched one of his movies since Bad Boys Two. I really don't know. I know he's done the, the Transformers movies, and I don't know even. Yeah, there are, what there else are after some that. complaints from like Megan Fox with Transformers, and you know, oh okay, you know, not like Me Too complaints, right? Um, he with the with not with like his hands, but with the camera, like. Oh, okay. If you, yeah, just, yeah. That was that was that was Bruce Willis's complaint. He said he was like a horrible director, I guess. <laughs> and I assume that would have to do with just you know, just it's just it is what it is, man. You know what you're getting into. Like I said with Michael Bates, is what it yeah. Is. Either either you're either in or you're out. You, you get like you said, yep. suspend suspend belief. And if oh, you got if it. you're watching like superhero movies now, like this isn't any different than that. You know what I mean? Same thing. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. There are. I was looking up ways to actually ways this could actually happen. Like what we might do if a asteroid was heading for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, they've said this is not really. That's not possible. They're not going to have. They're not going to drill a hole onto an asteroid and nuke it. Although nukes. Yeah, I, re- I read that too. Like it's you can't. Do although that. nukes nukes are a possibility in some ways, depending on if it's like a if it's a long solid one or if it's like a bunch of broken up ones like rocks i mean uh i guess like a, a nuke might work in some way um okay. you could like there's something called i'm not i, I can't get very scientific here but it's something called kinetic impact which is mm-hmm. kind of firing something at it to push it off course 
that seems to be a popular one. There's a few different methods to go about that. Um, and like you said, or one other way would be to send like this massive unmanned spaceship up and use that, uh, to, like kind of use some sort of energy to push it off course. <laughs> different kind, different kind of beams, laser ion beams. I don't know. A couple of my favorite ones. Um, I have two favorite ones. I don't know how realistic either of these are, but one is called, one is to, I don't know what it's called, but it's focusing solar energy. Okay. Which is you have to get a bunch of special mirrors, gigantic special, basically it's burning an ant, but instead you're using the sun to burn the asteroids. So you got to get these mirrors in space, angle them the right way and kind of use solar energy to like burn a hole in this thing and break it up, which is, that just sounds fun. Mm. Mm -hmm. And another one, and I don't understand how this would work, but you get some massive reflective plastic and make a sail of it and stick it on the asteroid and then have it kind of just move off course that way. Like you would a pirate ship or something. <laughs> interesting interesting so we're prepared basically yeah we're very prepared <laughs> we're prepared for an asteroid we're not prepared for a uh, virus as well but we are prepared for an asteroid. we're over good to, good to know we're over prepared <laughs> either way toilet paper flying oh on the show. man could you Aunt, if word came down tomorrow that an asteroid was heading for the planet it would be a month of people being like nah it's not gonna happen don't worry about it. You'd have the extreme, the both sides of the extreme. You know, you'd have, have the, people denying it, and then you'd have people just freaking out. We want the economy to restart as soon as possible. So let's get this <laughs> asteroid right past us. Yeah, no talk of the economy in this movie. None, man. I'm sure that president was behind the scenes. That's all you could think about, man. I'm sure about it. <laughs> yeah. That president sucks. Yeah, he wasn't great. He wasn't very inspiring. The guy panicked. There was like one stutter step on this thing, and then he was like, just blow it. Like, wait a second. That isn't worth First of all, you're not, you, you still have plenty of time to get to that threshold where if you don't blow it up, it'll, you know, it won't split up in time, which. It was a panic move. Absurd. <laughs> absurd that you were going to blow this thing up. It's going to split in two. And then, first of all, the spaceship is heading straight <laughs> for Earth, right? So mm -hmm. these, this asteroid blows up, goes around the spaceship, this nuclear blast in space, doesn't touch the spaceship. The rock splits in two perfectly, splits in two, goes, and that avoids the spaceship and then avoids the Earth by like 400 miles on each side. Amazing. Amazing that it worked out mm -hmm. like it did. At the buzzer. At the, yep. at the buzzer. The whole plan is a buzzer plan, and they get up on that rock. And the presidents just blow it, just blow it. They they had some with like eighteen hours to go, right? I don't think it was that long. I think it was towards the end there. It wasn't eighteen hours. I don't do know. Do you think they should have given him? Do you think they should have given him a little bit more of a uh, buffer, a little bit more leeway than just like eighteen hours once they get up they there? Really, they, they they wait till the last minute to send him up to space to get it done. I mean, there was a little bit too much training, man. I think you think you guys got to give him a crash course and get him up there. Yeah. That's it, man. That's it. Lives at stake. Yep. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. But, uh, do you, was this, when the president panicked, was this after, this was after uh, Aflac's ship crashed? 
Yeah, before before Affleck came back, yeah. Right, okay. Which, again, amazing. <laughs> the guy's got nine. Bailed him out. He's man. got nine lives. He's a cat, man. He did. It's a, him, the Russian, and Bear are the three guys that, that come. Bear, come yeah. I was, I was actually pretty pumped to see Bear made it because I, I hadn't seen the movie in a while, and I was 50-50 on if he made it. <laughs> I knew Owen Wilson's character died. Obviously, Bruce... And then I remember the guy, Max, big guy. Yeah, I forgot he got pushed but out I, of space. Yeah, I forgot about that. But I knew there was one more guy because I remember the, the end scene with the wedding. There being four people up there. Yeah, yeah. And it was, uh, it was just some, like, no-name guy. I didn't even write his name down. Crazy. Yeah, no-name guy for sure. And, and yeah. I didn't even, yeah, I didn't even bother to write his name down at all either. It's just, he was just there. Yeah, it's like, even, a, even, them up, even them up there, they, like, didn't even seem that broken up about he was a, He was an expendable for sure. <laughs> yeah. Crazy guest list at that wedding, man. I don't know if you stuck around there, but Vic- a little bit. I did. It was the first time I think I ever like concentrated and paid attention to the end wedding. Vic the Lone Shark is at the at the wedding, dude. <laughs> unbelievable, right? <laughs> He's sitting next to Rockham. <laughs> yeah. He, I mean, he must have got he must have got the money. Just, he, I'm sure he talked Truman into getting him a check. You know what I mean? I mean, I would think so. Yeah. Probably left out that whole uh, space dementia <laughs> incident. Uh, I think even Rock Hound said it too. It's like we could, uh, we don't have to mention that, <laughs> goes, right? Yeah, they got off the ship. He goes, uh, just, uh, you remember, we're heroes now. We're heroes now, boys. Let's not, let's not mention that whole incident with me and the gun up there on the, on the meteor. <laughs> yeah, just fire. Who was that? He was just firing the gun, just losing his mind? Uh, no, I think he just kind of went, he just went bonkers. He just went nuts. I don't think he actually was firing the gun. I think he went for the gun or something. And you can't shoot a gun like that in space, right? I don't think so. I don't think yeah. I don't, physics is different. Gravity. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I'm not sure how it works, but it <laughs> seems. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of convenience to be had there. Yeah, this isn't a, this isn't a quotable movie at all. Like no, I was disappointed. A few of yeah. these. There's not a lot of, not uh, of quotes. At that's all. all right, though. Not every movie could be swingers or you know these other movies that we Goodfellas. Yeah. But the one, the one quote I always uh, borrow from this movie is, "We got front row tickets to the end of the earth." Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, especially with what's going on right now. It's just, and I, and I always paraphrase it because I, I can never remember the exact quote, but it's something along the lines of, "It's time to embrace the horror. We got front row tickets to the end of the earth," which is such a great like way. <laughs> it's just such a great way to look at it, man. Just like everything's crumbling around him, and he's just like, "All right, well, we got to make the best of this." That's it, right. man. Yeah. Sit yeah. back, relax, grab your popcorn, grab a beer, yeah. drink, and uh, you, see where he let the chips fall where they And met. he was pissed when uh, they started. They couldn't start the ship up again. He's like, oh, I had a great spot out there. What are we doing? Would you have, tr- would you have trusted him to end it? Yeah. No way, right? Yeah, I would have. You would have? Yeah, I would have. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't think he has the upper body strength that Harry had to oh, climb out of that hole. Well, yeah. I mean, if, if that happened, if it happened the same way, then maybe not. No, but yeah, oh, he would. No, it, it wouldn't have been a question of if he would have pressed the button. I think he would have gladly took uh, took himself. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he? Was he one of the guys who drew straws or no? Yeah, he drew straws. He he he, he, he even okay. offered to do it. He goes, I uh, know I don't see. Him. Yeah, oh yeah. no, he was gladly. Yeah, yeah. It was great. Yeah, was trying to get out of that hundred k, man. I mean, he went up there. He went up there, not planning on coming back. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, yeah. <laughs> well, he also knew if he got back, he would, they, they would, he would come back a hero and that shit would kind of work, work out for him. He knew, he knew what he was doing. 
Right. Although I hope, I mean, I just hope he got the money though, because even a loan shark is not going to give a fuck if you just saved the world. That's the only thing. No, no, not at all. But I'm sure he got. Uh, I forget exactly what their list of demands were. I know poor Max, who didn't make it, was to bring back eight tracks tapes. Yes, worth a shot, Max. <laughs> worth a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I liked. Um, there's there's another good line. It's not really quotable. There's another good line from from Bear when they before they draw straws and they're trying mm. to figure out. And he's like, "I say let's draw and let's see who's gonna who's gonna stay up here and dance." Like, yeah, fuck yeah, Bear. That's what I'm talking about. Let's just get let's oh, just yeah. get to it, man. Bear, yeah, Bear, no, Bear's great. I was glad to see Bear make it home. There's um. There's one when that when that bomb is about to go off mm-hmm. in the spaceship and just not save anybody. They have to defuse the bomb or just have to shut off the bomb somehow. They have to kind of take it apart a little bit, and it's Fincher and I forget who else are doing it, which is a big move by Fincher. This is this is when he pulls the gun. That point the, a, after it. This is after he pulls the gun. So the bomb oh, okay. the bomb is ticking down. Chick is like, "Fuck is going on?" Like. Why this this is this nuclear warhead is taking down. It's all very like casual, kind of funny. <laughs> and uh, it is a little too casual. Yeah. And uh and like Fincher knows it's the second option. Like this is what they're gonna do on Earth if shit goes wrong up there. They don't they, they think they need to do you know, they need to kind of take matters into their own hands. So he's like, This is it, this is what they want to do, this is what we're doing. And so they talk they talk him out of it and Fincher has to has to disassemble it basically to, so it doesn't go off. Mm. I went, I did a mini deep dive on what would happen if a nuclear bomb were to explode three feet away from you. <laughs> yeah. It's not so, it's not too bad. You don't even really know. You'd be panicked up until it happened. You wouldn't feel anything. It was, oh, no, there's no way. Everything in your body, like it just, it just basically goes down to every atom in your body and disassembles you. Yeah. Immediately, you probably you probably don't even hear it when it happens. Probably, exactly, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I don't think yeah. it sounds like you won't even feel anything. Like you won't even know. Like unless this thing is ticking down, and and you, like there's probably like some warning, like beep 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 at the very end, so you're gonna panic there. And you know, but if you're just kind of whistling down the street and a nuclear bomb goes off right next to you, you're not gonna. It's just gonna end. It. That's it. No, that's it. Not it. Faith and black. Du- it's it. dust. Sopranos ending. You're dust, man. <laughs> You're dust. Uh, but that's I can't think of anything uh, more pressure packed than having to do that, though. That's probably cut that blue wire, right? It was red or blue. I don't even remember what the wire was. Yeah, I mean they they yeah. they knew what to do. I don't know. I, I mean that's why it's good to have a couple of astronauts on board, I guess. Yeah, I guess you got to have one or two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about? Uh... The fact that AJ proposed after five months. A little jump the gun a little bit. Uh, probably because he's going to space, man. Right? Yeah, but it sounded like uh, I mean he had the ring. He's probably he's probably known her for most of his life. If I mean our both of their lives, right? I mean True. I don't know if, I, I don't know well, he probably didn't grow up on there, but he, he he's known her for probably he's probably known her longer than five months, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, that's true. I still think he jumped the gun a little bit. <laughs> you got to do the. I don't know. You, I'm not a huge Liv Tyler fan. You got to do the grand gesture before you go into space, right? You're starting to rethink your whole life. True. You know, 
Do you really want to make your you want to make her a widow before it even starts though the, the marriage? It's like yeah, it's I don't know, it'd be a nice touch to it'd be a nice touch to like wait until you get back maybe. Nah, of course you would do because then then like if you die, she's like, and she lives means that you died a hero. She's like, well, I was gonna marry that guy. That was, you know, and then she might not ever get married again because she'll be devoted to the guy who saved the world. So you're basically ruining the rest of her life just so you know you could die a hero. Yes. All right. Fair. <laughs> and oh, it's fair. But, it's an honest but, but even if even if she does move on with her life, she's always gonna be like, yeah, my, I would have married the guy who saved the planet. Can you just fucking can you just fucking do the dishes one night, motherfucker? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> you can't live up to that. Like, if you go on a first date with a chick, and she, let's say it gets to like a third date, and finally she tells you what happened, it's like I'm out. I'm out. I'll never compete with that. <laughs> you know, it's just it's a good point. Uh, you can't top that. <laughs> fucking saving the planet. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we wrap it up, let's say tomorrow the government comes to you. They say they need you specifically mm-hmm. uh, to to help them with something to help save the world. What's the skill? What's the skill? What are they coming to you for? Oh man, what's the skill? Yeah, why are they coming to you? Where, how can you help save the planet? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I have a great memory. <laughs> Are we are we going on some game show or something? <laughs> <laughs> are we going to go on the Family Feud, or do you need a hit? I mean, there's no sports, so you can't do like I'm hit, I get hit Monday Night Football for it. No. <laughs> yeah, I think it would have to be uh, some sort of gambling. It have to be. It would have to be gambling related. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's tough because there's no sports right now. But like in a normal world, when things get back to normal, be like, listen, we got to. Uh, we got to go on a run here, make some money. We got to fund this big NASA project. You, but the only way we could do it is if we hit. Uh, you need to jumpstart the economy, basically. Boom! There you right go. Out of the okay. Pockets. Okay. Yeah, we got to hit it like a pick four. There you go. I mean, the planet's fucked if we if I you need me to hit a pick four. But listen, I'll die trying. <laughs> it's true. I'll go down swinging. You will. You will. Do you have something that you'd be good at? Nothing. No, nothing. I, they <laughs> they would walk right by me. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'd be much help. I mean, I'm a good team player. Like, you want me on the team for sure. Like, that's one thing I could do is I'm I'm all in. I'd be – I'd be – I don't know if there's a, a specific skill, but mm-hmm. if you just need a guy who's there and who's going <laughs> to – sounds like a job interview right now. But is you know who's going to give it everything yeah. he has? I'm a quick learner. <laughs> I'm a team player. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm down for the cause. I will do everything I can, you know, in that time. But again, there's there's guys who've been training for months and years. You could experiment all the different drugs you want on. There you go. Yeah, that. I could be your I could be your guinea pig. No, no, I'll be your guinea pig. Hey, if the world's ending, fuck it. No slurring. Whatever you want. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. So you don't want either of us to yeah, save man. the world. Well, yeah, that's long for sure. story. Short. We do. We are in dire need. Who is the uh, Who is the Bruce Willis? I guess the Bruce Willis. I mean, not to get too morbid, the Bruce Willis of coronavirus is that doctor in Wuhan who blew the whistle on all this. That's the Bruce Willis. 
Yeah, only that guy was probably murdered by the right. government. There's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's a little more sin, a little more sinister. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if uh, Harry Stamper has revealed them. Well, I yet. think without the knowledge of it, we would probably be worse off. Without somebody blowing the whistle on it, we would. The, Let's the hope meteor it's not would have Chris hit. Cuomo. The meteor would have hit, and the meteor being the virus would have hit. And we'd still be trying to pick up the pieces, trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. Yeah. That's a good question, though. The most famous person to die of nah. I mean... No, it'd be a good, it'd be a good like, uh, fun know, fact. It'd be fun, it'd be fun, but it would be, be a, a fact, yeah. Fact. It'll be a, it'll be a, a small talk. It'll be like medium talk. Yeah, it would be like... At a party, yeah. Be like, yo, you know who actually died of corona? And I don't even know who the most like famous said, that, guy is right now. The guy who wrote now. that thing you do. And I guess he wrote a few other things. But, uh, yeah. but it's going to be it's gonna be talked about in the future. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You, yeah. Like years from now, like 50 years from now, like you talk about the Spanish flu, which I didn't even know about until then. But it's going to be talked about. And you'd be like, oh, you know who actually died from that? And it's going to be... A guy who's the answer to that <laughs> trivia question. No, I mean, it is morbid, but what a, yeah, it's, it is what it is. <laughs> I don't know if any of them uh, be, hold the same weight as Harry Stamper, though. How do you, you pick up? Is here, let me hear the question for you. Is Harry Stamper his, obviously John McClane's his most iconic role. Is Harry Stamper number two? No, 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 no. Not by any stretch of imagination. I mean, he was in... Uh, you you mentioned he's in the Sixth Sense. He was in. Uh, he's in, yeah, but what's I his name? He, he's Sense. he's Butch in Pulp Fiction. That's a huge role. Yeah, I I I think Harry Stamper though, man. You no, know I think name. Butch is bigger than Stamper. Pulp Fiction's a Pulp Fiction's one of the best movies of the of the past thirty years. I know, but the average moviegoer no, knows I, no, I think the average moviegoer knows Pulp Fiction more than. I didn't like I said. I know I irrationally love this movie. I think that's because, um, like I said, because of time and place stuff like that. It, it, this thing got got dragged. I mean, Bruce Willis won an award for or won a Razzie for this movie as a worst actor. <laughs> yeah, did he? That's so. That's come on, that's a little much. Roger Ebert hated it too. It's on his most hated list. He like disowned. Yeah, the movie. like you said, people don't like this movie, man. And it's my and again and it, and it's my and it's yeah. My, you know, it's probably because of the hype. Part of it is the hype. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I I I was kind of shocked with how badly it was panned when I looked back at it, just because I thought about it just like a summer popcorn flick, man. Never yeah. No, yeah. I you know, know, there's one. There's it's PG thirteen movies. There's one f bomb in it. Are you allowed one fuck? In PG thirteen movies, do you remember it? Yes, I did know that. Yeah, uh, in this movie, it's the. It's the uh, is it no, Bush- is if it you have, me? there's one guy you want in this movie to say fuck, one actor in this movie that you want to say fuck, it's Billy Bob. He's the he's probably the most. He, Buscemi's great, but Billy Bob Thornton is an art. Yeah, oh, Billy he Bob drops Thornton's an, an artist with the f bomb, and it's to uh, it's to the guy who's on the phone with the president. And he's like, oh, you got you got to detonate. He's got, you got to detonate. <laughs> you got you got to detonate that uh, bomb now. And he, which again, just the president and his advisors say, yeah, you do this. Well, fuck you and the president. The pre- uh, this just bothers me so much. That fucking president bothers me so much. And he goes, 
it's not that great of a line, but he goes, this is the one order you shouldn't have. Probably. I'm sure he does. Well, he did because he was in The the Rock two years later. He goes, this. (laughs) Uh, No, Rock was before. Rock was before. Oh, maybe it's his second term. This is the one order you shouldn't follow, and you fucking know it. (laughs) It's not not a great line, but (laughs) you gotta you gotta kind of make that one f bomb hit. Uh, It was it was only good because it was Billy Bob. That's really it. This movie was actually my introduction to Billy Bob. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, besides Bad Santa and he was in the Bad News Bears, and I don't. I I know. I really. Did you ever see Slim Blade? French. I saw he was a uh, good in that. He's a uh, he's a weird guy, Billy Bob. He, he kind of plays like the scumbag yeah. role usually, yep. which I don't know how much yeah, of a alcoholic scumbag is necessarily. Yeah. He uh, a bit of a stick man though. Is that? I think he's been married like five that, or yeah. six times. I mean, he had mm-hmm. Angelina in her prime. He's like twenty years old, and right? you know he. Right. Well, she has. You know, I mean, just like Liv Tyler, man, she has some daddy issues of her own. Something very weird. John Voight. about Liv Tyler always being in Aerosmith music videos. Shake. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I very yeah. weird oh, yeah. meaning, not for me. And and she's in the music video for this movie with uh, instead of Harry on the screen at the end. Yeah, it's Steve right. Tyler. Well, call. Yeah. Tier- TRL All-Star. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Number one, Carson Daly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, no, it's props to Billy Bob, man. He had, he had Angelina in her prime before she went and adopted, like, 12 kids. With do, you know any of the, do you know any of his other wives? No. I don't know. No. I did, a, I did a quick glance, and I just saw he was married a bunch, and I was like, whoa, it was like Angelina was, like, number – she was, like, fast cleanup. I think. <laughs> I remember they, they were like he, they were like sex freaks, dude. I remember them showing up to some like red carpet thing, and they're like, "Yeah, we oh yeah limo <laughs> on the way here." I was I like, mean, "Oh you, man, you you this bring, you great. bring too." <laughs> yeah, I would definitely have, I'd be smiling <laughs> ear to ear. Yeah, no doubt about that. And I think he got out just at the right time. Um. Yeah, man. 66 million years since the dinosaurs got wiped out. So I think we'll probably do for an ELE. Hey, man. The opening, one of the opening lines in the movie, <laughs> Charlton Heston. It, it will How happen. It will happen. How do they pull Charlton Heston out of wherever hole he was hiding at that point <laughs> to, to narrate the opening part it's of that great, movie? Man. It's incredible. Great, and it's a little bit of uh, it's a little bit of a not a callback, I guess. That's kind of corny, but like he was in Planet of the Apes, which yep. is kind of like yep. an end yep. of the world sort of movie. So that was kind of cool. And I was always I'm not a big science fiction guy, but uh, big. I was a big Planet of the Apes fan. I actually even saw like the I saw the reboots, like the new ones with like Franco. Seen, and yeah, I seen the most first of them. I, saw I, don't the, think I, I don't think I've seen all of them. Meaning back to Charlton Heston. Yeah, and a couple the old one ones? or two of the new ones. I don't know how many new ones there are. But I saw at least at least Well the first one is the main one because you got like the one I mean the best ending, best like payoff at the end of a movie. Yeah, I see, I've seen like ever maybe. I've seen all the old the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. The Season, new ones are man. good. Guys, uh 
Yeah, new ones are good. I, Wouldn't fuck. Yeah, I'm not gonna like tell you you have to go out. I'm not gonna tell people they have to go out and see them. Yeah. It's just like a personal. Wouldn't fuck with Caesar. Like movies. No man, no. don't fuck with. We've Caesar, learned anything. Man. What's do the not, What's the woman's name? Caesar. What's the woman's name? And <laughs> I don't know if she's in the new ones or not. Yeah, the old ones. I know the. Ah, damn it. It's a great question. Sorry, so yeah. for this pop quiz hot shot. The one who's like the one who's like kind of on his side. No, the right? woman like monkey. Yeah, I know, but she's kind yeah, of yeah. on his side though. Like she kind of sees oh, yeah, the good sure. in him. No, she's definitely on his side. I just remember then like there was something with this cat some monkeys in captivity or in a zoo or something. And she's uh this is the I don't know, second or third one maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old ones. She was in. She was in the first one, though. The, the woman. Sure, I'm thinking, I, could be I think thinking she's someone else. Man, I mean, no. Yeah, I think she's like Caesar's uh, squeeze, maybe. basically. I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I have well, no idea. Save them for another day. We could do that. We could do that. Yeah, we could do that some other time. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I think we've. I think we've. Uh, Open to Armageddon much more than anybody has in the past twenty five years or so. Yeah, we uh, we definitely exhausted <laughs> this movie. I don't know if we'll be talking no, about gonna, it anytime maybe, soon. Not not until uh, <laughs> the next epidemic. We'll see you in see you in twenty forty five. Yeah, we'll see you in the well, next election cycle. We'll see you. <laughs> All yeah. right. Well. Listen, if you listen to the podcast, you know, rate, review us, all that kind of shit. Yeah, That's listen, it. like, subscribe. Um, follow it. Retweet, follow like, so, favorite, follow whatever it is. Twitter, Instagram, at Sunday Poor. And you got anything else first before we hit the road? Hey, like you said, just follow us at Sunday Poor. Uh, we'll be back sooner than later. Uh, we don't have anything we don't really have anything else to do uh, and we're just going to have to get creative on what to talk about so until then uh, we will uh, see, see you soon, soon. Sunday poor peace alright peace just want to say congratulations to any listeners who made it to this part of the show and yeah, good job. Big Armageddon fans. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that wasn't easy talking about that. It wasn't, it wasn't bad, easy. though. I mean, like I said, I, it's, it's a special... It was yeah, but it's, it's a lot different. It's a lot different than a movie. Well, I do love that love. movie, but it, it is, there's a lot of problems in it, and that's why I think we can talk about it easily for, uh, for, for at yeah, length. Yeah, no, it was... Uh, rewatching it, it was like... Rewatching it, it was like. Uh, oh, see, because I, I remember a lot of it, though. And like rewatching it, it's kind of like listening to, I don't know, like a, an old album that you wouldn't listen to nowadays, but like, oh shit, I did like that song when I was a kid. Like, just like, like the Spin Doctors come on <laughs> now. I'm like, yeah, it's not really my, my shit anymore. But like, oh, yeah. I yeah, still like I the wouldn't. Spin Doctors. You know, the, the staying power isn't the same. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not putting the album on. But if they're on the radio, I'll be like, oh, two princes. All right. <laughs> two princes. <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. It was good. Good enough. For, good enough for me.
No, it's definitely no. It's a movie. Like if it's yeah. on, I'll throw it's, it on. If it's on one of the movie channels, it, yeah. It had been a while it. since. It's. Uh, it makes me like I said. It makes me appreciate The Rock more. Like The Rock. I'll come on and I'll just like I'll whack yeah, we gotta, poetic. We gotta do that at some point. Yeah. Sooner than later, we'll do. Yeah, in the next. I mean, we don't have anything else. Yeah, for we sure. We got. I mean, we got to get away. We can't do like too too many similar movies like this, but uh. We'll, we'll we'll come back to it at some point for sure. All right. Yeah. All right, Anthony. <laughs> I'll talk to you. All right.